Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Girl, I need extra consent. Girl, I need extra consent. I ain't making no assumptions like the rest of them gents. Girl, I want extra consent for every different position. I got a unique fetish. Get off on getting permission, girl. <laughs> That was Lizzo with Extra Consent. She was on the New Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle. You can check out that video online. This is Stand Up with Chris Stefano. Nicole Boyce is here. Woo! Denim on denim. It's it's a good look on you. It's a nice day out. It's summertime. I'm feeling good. You do feel good. You feel good. You look good. You look healthy. You look glowing. Thank you. Thank you look you. like you had some avocado omelets and mashed potatoes it's on the side. you say that because I did have some uh, avocados. That's what I thought. With mashed potatoes on the side which now uh, no go ahead no I was just gonna say I didn't like the mashed potatoes you don't like the, the mashed potatoes on the side no I, see I like mashed potatoes on the side but I'm also an Irish piece of shit so okay. you're are you Mexican I am Mexican yeah Mexican. so people mashed potatoes probably hear that in my voice not big in your culture big in it's big in mashed potatoes are big in an in a divorce mom culture it's an easy thing to make my mom used to whip up Ma- my, a divorced mom is about whipping things up because she doesn't have time. Yeah. Because she's divorced, she's working three jobs. Oh yeah. You know she may be dating life. She's also drinking a beer. My mom is always drinking a beer, whipping something up. It's divorced mom shit. She just got. You just got. Yeah. She's on the go. She's got to go. Yeah. So I love mashed potatoes. Okay. Um. I also. My mom's big music fan. She always used to play music, and that's what this episode's about today. The theme song is going to be music. comedy music. It's going to be cute. I love Every- that Lizzo song. Lizzo, Lizzo's. The, I I saw her on Two Dope Queens. Shout out Phoebe Robinson. Sure. And um, I started comedy with Phoebe Robinson. Really? If you would have told you never told me. Let that. me be crystal clear about something crystal right clear. now with you, Nicole. Crystal. Okay. Here's what happens. Yeah. Here's what happens when you do stand up in New York. If you're doing stand up, if you start your comedy career, yeah. In New York or L. A. Most likely, the crew that you start with, mm-hmm. one or two of those people, or in my case, about ten of them, are going to get <laughs> fucking. Huge. Oh, yeah. I started comedy. Like, I'm talking about initial open mics, 4.45 p.m., signing your name on a on a, a piece of paper outside Eastville Comedy Club or Laugh Lounge Comedy Club. Like, day jobs, getting off the bus. Like, nobody, <laughs> not zero people knew us. We're not, we are nothing. Eating 99 cent pizza. We have no money. I was uh, living with my mom. Uh-huh. Phoebe Robinson, Michael Che, Pete Davidson. Oh, my God. Um, uh... Um, Hassan Minaj when <laughs> he came to New York. Heard of him? Yeah, heard of him. Michelle Wolf. Are you fucking kidding me? That's... What a class! I here. Here's the thing. Everybody with comedy, you know, you're always in some kind of class, and some classes have huge stars. Like somebody was in Dave Chappelle's comedy class, like whatever. Sure. I, I had th- my classes. There's like a lot of people who yeah. are multi-millionaires out of my class. Yeah. And um, and I. You know, I'm doing okay. I've I have a, a decent career, but like no, but I wouldn't even I'm not even in the top 10 in my own class. Maybe that, I'm in the top 10, but I'm not in the top 5. Michael yeah. J, Pete Davidson, Michelle Wolf, fucking That's I mean, that's a really good. Why Phoebe do you think Robinson? That cla- what happened? That all those people just came up together. I don't know. I don't know something like we about... all There must be something, but it's like everybody like started to like move really quickly. Andrew uh-huh. Schultz in my class. Oh my god! All these people just started to move, 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 move. Mark uh-huh. Norman, Sam Morrill, and Phoebe Robinson was in that. Phoebe Robinson was in that class. But if you would have told me that Phoebe, because she was always great, but like that she was going to be like as big as she is, like we would be like, oh no. But you know, th- there was other people in the class. You'd be like, oh this this girl's going to go further. or This kid's going to go further. <laughs> but they didn't. Like that's the thing. You never. That's you beautiful never thing with know. Sam. You really just don't know. The next day, somebody's Scary. just fucking huge. I could, there were certain people that are, we were like, even Phoebe would admit, like there was um, this one kid, um, Rob Torres. 
Mm-hmm. He used to fucking annihilate, mm-hmm. like blow the roof off. He doesn't do it anymore. What? Just quit. Yeah, people just quit. People quit. It's hard. The though. name of it's this hard. game in comedy, yeah. as we've talked about this, is consistency. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. You have to every week uh-huh. just put your shit out. Yeah. And yeah, so Phoebe, I saw I saw I saw this girl Lizzo on um Two on Dope two Queens. Dope Queen. She kind of blew up in a similar way. See, I didn't know Lizzo until Two Dope Queens, but now big Lizzo fan. Big Lizzo Her fan. album is incredible. That came yeah. out a little while ago. By the way, so do you know good. how when I say huge, hu- what, name the movie. You just made a big mistake. Huge. Pretty Woman. Chloe from the corner with Pretty Woman. <sighs> Nicole? Thank God well, Chloe's we, here. I don't know if you were in the studio last. Did you hear that Nicole doesn't even know this fucking movie? I, I, pretty Woman? I know Pretty. No, but like you didn't know. There were certain things I you didn't know pretty. and it offended me. And next episode, we're going to talk. You know what we're going to do next episode? I'm telling what? you what we're going to do on the next episode of this podcast. What? We're going to play only comedians from Comedy Central's library, 1990. Not early 90s, before you were even born. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> I was Can we born, do that, Chloe? I was born we in that, 2001, right? yeah. Yeah you, were, yeah, you were born on 9-11. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, how was your comedy weekend? What did we do? I had, a, I, I had a great comedy weekend. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really do any. I didn't. Uh, no. I can't. Well, I can't remember. Right. Because you're, rem- you're smoking marijuana. Yeah. Because I'm born in 2001 and smoke weed all the you're time. Smoking weed. You need to eat more mashed potatoes. Fragile, good for your brain. I didn't like those mashed potatoes with the omelet. It doesn't feel good in my stomach. Nicole, what did you do this weekend? This weekend, I had spots at the Comedy Cellar. Beautiful. Like seven of them. So Ooh, it's like big payday. Marathon. And then I, um, I, working on my new hour. Okay. Which, by How the way, that? every Wednesday, 7 p.m., Fat Black Pussycat. Okay. Downtown Manhattan, Comedy Cellar. You can see Chrissy work on his new hour, which I can't call size 38 waist right now because I'm in 36 now, unfortunately. <gasps> what? So we're going to have to think of a dip. Some working titles. And let, we could work this out. I'm thinking about, I have a bit about my dad. I'm telling a lot of stories about me from childhood. My dad, I always say he had the right intention but the wrong move. So I'm thinking about calling the special right intention, wrong move. Just it's, I'm feeling it. Okay, Chloe doesn't love it. Okay. I could see Comedy Central Brass doesn't love it. <laughs> but we're just talking. We're just thinking this out. So we'll do that. Right I'd like intentions. actually if if fans want to tweet at us what they think I should name my oh, stash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some crowd crowdsourcing. And then shit. here's what's going to happen. I'm putting this out into the universe right now. You ready for what I'm about to tell you what's going to happen right now, Nicole? Yeah, I What's think going so. to happen is my second hour special is going to come out. Uh-huh. My cartoon is going to get on the air in Comedy Central. It's going to change things. Not for us. It's just we're going to move up a level as a group, you and I. Uh-huh. We're going to move up. Uh-huh. Stock's going to go up for us. Stock's going to start getting really big. Then what's going to happen is Chris Stefano is going to present Nicole Boyce's half hour. Oh, my God. That's what's oh going to happen. Oh, my God. That's what's wow. going to happen. Okay. Chris Stefano is going to present Nicole again. Boyce's half hour in Comedy Central Let's Fridays 11 o'clock. Fuck yourself. Number 18 on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> 12. Oh, we're 12? 12, Oh, shit, baby. I dropped this down six points. This is the number 12 podcast on Apple Podcast, probably going up as we speak. Seriously, I mean, it's, going going, how can it be? it's not going down. It's not going down. It's got to be going, going up. We're going to get it. This is going to be yeah. number one. And we're going to start. Top of Billboard charts. Seriously. I was so <laughs> excited when, it, when, we, when, we, when we charted, I charted. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of your special. Charted, yeah. Sh- uh, what, charted? Uh, charted. <laughs> charted. Just when, the word When we charted, charted I charted. <laughs> <laughs> when this charts, all charts. That's the name of your special. <laughs> yeah. Feel, you, you can use that. You don't even have to credit me. Don't have to use it. All right, fine. Um, so you like music comedy? I do actually like music comedy. Can you do? Can you perform music? No. See, okay. and that's why I think I like it. <laughs> By the way, go online. If you want to see how bad I am at music, go online. Last year at um, Moon Tower Comedy Festival for the part of the Goddamn Comedy Jam, uh-huh. which was a Comedy Central show, uh-huh. I performed Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. That's a and hard brought, song to sing. Chris. I brought the great, the one and only Matteo Lane onto stage with That's me. That's even worse for you. To, well, to help me to take the to okay, take okay, the, okay, okay, the focal okay, yeah. point off my bullshit. So you could find that online. Um, but right. I am not good at music at all. I enjoy music. Uh-huh. My favorite musicians, again, as we know, Whitney Houston, In Sync. I like things that you wouldn't think I liked. I mean, I like Mob Deep, and I like Eminem, and I like rappers, but I, I really, if I'm playing Fuel, I've been playing that song Hemorrhage. In my hair, good. <laughs> Chris, Just I love that. Creed, and I Creed? like Nickelback, yeah. and I like pop music. Seriously, I like I, I know, love pop music. I know we're all supposed to know this like underground artist, and he or she is probably very good at what they do, and I do enjoy some of their songs, but for the most part... 
I'm just kind of like, I'm Chrissy Commercial. I just mm-hmm. like a mainstream song that's on the radio. I know it's bullshit mm-hmm. and real music fans like, gross. But it's, but I made, like it's it. made to be, pop songs are, there's something so beautiful about pop song that's just made to be stuck in Do you know what song makes me happy? What? Carla Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Oh my God, Legit Chris. makes me happy. This is crazy. I'll, we just hit a breakthrough in our in. friendship. I just want to say, I think not liking a song because it's popular is just as bad as liking a song because it's popular. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. What's your Lily favorite song? What, Truth Bomb. Who's your favorite musician? Lady musician? Gaga. Who? Lady Gaga. Perfect. I would die for Lady Gaga. <laughs> I love I, I I've, I'm sure I, I told you about the time I met her already on the podcast. What? What? Are you fucking kidding me? Did I never say this on the podcast? You met Lady Holy Gaga. Shit! Yes, I met Lady Gaga. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I never told you this. I'm like I know this isn't. Sweating. Well, it is, this is kind of comedy related. Comedy got me here. Comedy got me to the opportunity to meet Lady Gaga. Okay. Oh so it's 2000. God. I want to say oh 14. Whenever they had the MTV uh, Music Awards at the Barclays Center oh in Brooklyn, like right whatever year that way. was, Oof. 2014, 2015. And, and there's proof of this. There's a picture on my Instagram at Christy Comedy. You got to go back five years, but I have a picture of this event. She opened the show. I was there with MTV when I was on Guy Code and Girl right, Code right, at the right, time. Right. So we got like uh, really good seats. We were sitting like with Justin Timberlake. We were sitting like down oh there. God. Like they they treated us right. Yeah. So. Lady Gaga performs, <laughs> and she performed in a thong. I don't know if you guys remember. Like, she performed in a thong, and it was great. And this she, is like the VMAs, right? This is the VMAs, right, in 2014 or 15, whatever was at okay. the Barclays Center. Um, so she performs in a thong. Uh-huh. So she, st- she after the performance, Kevin Hart was hosting. Kevin Hart's on stage. Uh-huh. She comes up. She comes up to the seats, which is about five or six rows in front of us, uh-huh. and nobody even thought to do this, but I was just like, fuck it. Uh, in my head, a light just went off. I said, "I'm going to get a picture of Lady Gaga, oh. covered in security, covered oh in secu- like covered, covered, uh, surrounded by her security." I meant uh-huh. she's still in the thong. Uh-huh. She's still in the thong. This lady's walking around with like a crop top and the thong on, sitting in her seat. Because Lady Gaga, she does what she wants. She she makes the rules. Oh yeah. I go. I'm like, hey, can I get a picture? Her security guard was turning around, like, hey, got a picture. She goes, make it quick. So <gasps> I I put my face in with my hand oh, with the stuff with my left my hand, God. and this is this happened. Now, I was just so nervous. I did not, did not, did not intend to do this, but it's truly what happened. Take the selfie with my right hand, have my left hand on her lower back like that, because I'm just so nervous. I don't even, not even think about a hand place. It's really quick. Boom, get the picture, which is a dead on good picture. As I'm going, like saying thank you, my hand hits her butt. Like hits Chris! her butt. Like to the fat point that it jiggled, like a real hit. Like, like I just, I was so nervous. And she looked at me and she goes, don't wash that hand. And then winks at me. I swear to God. And I was just, and then winks at me. And the security guard looked at me, like, cause he saw it happen, like a fucking pit bull with rabies. Like looked at me. And then as soon as Lady Gaga said, don't wash the hand, winked, he turned around and they walked. And I, I couldn't fucking believe. And I was dating a girl at the time who was there with me and she was furious. Oh yeah, right. Furious. So. I got the picture with Gaga and I touched her butt. Oh my God. What am God. I going to do? All my boy, everybody, Lil Duval, Andrew Schultz, Jeff Dye, all these guys were there. I was like, my fucking hand! <laughs> touch Lady Gaga's sweaty butt. They were like, yeah! Can I touch your hand right now? Dude, Wait. touch it. Left hand still hasn't been washed oh six God. years later. Oh that was magical. What a story. I have a really good Lady Gaga story. Let's go. Chloe, Chloe can be beat kind of sexual harassing Lady Gaga. <laughs> I have to be kind of careful about this, though, because it can't be specific. And I have okay. receipts for this story, but one time I was with friends. And we made our way into Lady Gaga's hotel suite at an unnamed hotel, and we tried on all our clothes, and I have pictures. What? What? How the fuck did you get in there? I'll tell you after. Okay. Holy shit, she put on Lady Gaga's clothes. Okay, so everyone in this room has, like, hung out with Lady Gaga, except for me. The closest I've gotten is watching A Star is Born ten times. Uh, Yeah, well, what's the common thing? We eat mashed potatoes. That's what it's about. Dude, okay. We gotta use this podcast to get back to Gaga. Back to Gaga. Back to Gaga. We're going to get, I'm going to say it again. I'm all about, lately, I'm all about putting things in the universe. Lady Gaga will be a guest on this podcast. I'm putting it in the universe. Oh, you have I to don't put know what I would do. Or I don't know. Lady Gaga, here's one of two things going to happen. Either Lady Gaga is going to be a guest on this podcast or we, you and I, are going to meet Lady Gaga because she's going to yeah, become LG a fan of this coming somehow. out soon. Oh my Absolutely. God. Oh my God. This is Love insane. it. Okay. Yeah. We should play the next Want clip because I'm going to pass out. All right, yeah, let's get, to, let's get to some clips. We're going to do Bo Burnham and Trevor Moore. Woof, a block. Hell yeah. Okay, class, open up your history books and I want each of you to tell me what was your favorite thing about the Founding Fathers? Billy, you first. 
My favorite thing about the Founding Fathers is that they gave us freedom. Okay, Candace. My favorite thing about the Founding Fathers was that they were honest and couldn't tell a lie. That's nice. Caleb. My favorite thing about the Founding Fathers is that they were straight up gangsters and didn't give a fuck about shit. George Washington, but it's the general to you, or you could call me President One, not Three or Two. And you probably heard a lot of silly stories about me, but let me lay it down how raw I really used to be. I got a hemp operation back at the plantation, selling the stickiest shit around the new nation. So come run and find me if you wanna get high, cause honestly, I got the bombest, I cannot tell a lie. Of course I'm gonna try Bag it up and break it And then just let them buy it And if the Brits wanna come And take a piece of the cut I'll raise a whole fucking army Let them see what's what The king's like Yo, I gotta get paid I'm like tough titty Cause y'all's a whole ocean away And you can try to send some ships To come and make me pay up But that's an awful long way Just to suck these nuts You get my fucking message, son Take it, Thomas Jefferson Sell drugs Run guns Nail sluts And fuck the law Founding fathers, we're rush more shit and we were all highballs. The Declaration of Independence I wrote so high, I'm surprised it makes sense. But we find these truths to be self-evident. It goes puff, puff, pass, the next round you get skipped. Abe Lincoln, I know what you're thinking. Greatest president ever, I'll have what he's drinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, well see, that's where you'd be wrong. Cause if you wanna chill with me, you better go and grab that bomb. Or an apple or a can, see you do not understand. Faded 24-7, cause that's just the way I am. I can see you're having a little trouble believing me. Then check this letter that I wrote, recorded down in history of him. Two of my favorite things are sitting on my porch and smoking a pipe of that sweet hemp. Of course, that's a quote that I wrote while I was still in office. But enough of that, I am too high. I have to back up office. Where's my horse? I think I need to go and ride him home. I was supposed to leave about four score and 20 rips ago. You see my hat? I like it. I kind of think it looks like a stove. Scratch it, pass it one more time, and let me hit it for the road. Sell drugs, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law. We're founding fathers, we're rush more shit, and we were all highballs. And don't let them try and tell you we grew with just a rope. You can check what we wrote down in our harvest notes. We separated seeds that we found more potent. In layman's terms, we were into getting bent. Smoking out the Continental Congress. Everybody's bitches be like all up on us. Patrick Henry's in the corner looking pretty well spent. Ben Franklin got so high he forgot to be president. Your girl just said she never had it hit so good. Smoke so many trees that my fucking teeth turn wood. And if they make a monument to me when I die, it'll be a giant abstract joint up in the sky. But you know they're gonna whitewash me Make up some corny shit about me Chopping cherry trees It's hard to control the people If they're found as a thug So they'll just teach that I was all prayers Puppies and hugs But that just ain't the way it was We set this whole place up With a hell of a buzz So next time they try and tell you That this stuff is wrong Look at a dollar Light a blunt Fucking sing my song Sell drugs Run guns Nail sluts And fuck the law We're founding fathers We're rush more shit And we were all highballs the Declaration of Independence I wrote so high I'm surprised it makes sense But we find these truths to be self-evident It goes pop, pop, pass The next round you get scared We're the Founders And we found this And we found it This on cannabis We're the Founders And we found this And we found it This on cannabis Mount Rushmore Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, But anyway, I want to thank you very much once more for coming. This is my favorite thing to do, to perform. uh, And you coming allows me to do that, and I really, really do appreciate that. Uh, Honestly and genuinely, um, I will now recede back into my stage persona. (laughs) I just blacked out for 10 seconds. <laughs> Love songs used to be so beautiful, you know? 
Let us go then, you and I, when the evening is spread out against the sky like a patient it thrives upon a table. T.S. Eliot, beautiful. Love songs nowadays, just as beautiful, guys, if not more. Justin Bieber, One Direction, Usher, you know them. You know their love songs. Beautiful, complex love songs. But these new artists, the J. Biebs, the 1Ds, the Ushers, they've... They've done something very strange to the format and the structure and the purpose of love songs. And I tried to capture how they've changed it with this love song. I hope you enjoy it. And most importantly, mark the differences. Jason Derulo. I love your hair, I love your name, I love the way you say it I love your heart and you're so smart cause you gave away it I love your sis, I love your dad, I love your mom But more than all of that, I love the fact that you are dumb enough To not realize everything I've said has been said before In a thousand ways, in a thousand songs Sung with the same four chords But you'll still love it and let me finger you Yeah, finger you, finger you Oh girl, I hope you don't think that I'm rude When I tell you that I love you, boo I also hope that you don't see through This cleverly constructed ruse Designed by a marketing team Cashing in on puberty and low self-esteem And girls' desperate need to feel loved America says we love a chorus But don't get complicated and bore us Though meaning might be missing We need to know the words after just one listen So repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff Repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff Repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, yeah Love my baby and you know I couldn't live without her But now I need to make every girl think this song's about her Just to make sure that they spread it like the plague So I describe my dream girl as really, really vague Like, I love your hands cause your fingerprints are like no other I love your eyes and their bluish, brownish, greenish color I love it when you smile that you smile wide And I love how your torso has an arm on either side Now, if you're my agent, you might be thinking Oh no, sound the alarms, you're not appealing to little girls who don't have arms But they can use iTunes So fuck them who needs them Oh girl, oh hello Satan <laughs> Satan you taste again Repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff Everybody Come on, louder, I can't hear you. That was Bo Burnham with Repeat Stuff and Trevor Moore with Founding Fathers Rap. I mean, the comedy music thing, it's just, <laughs> it's one of those things that gets so mind-blowingly hard 
mm-hmm. that like to me like I, I can't I can't even fathom how they do it right like how does Bo Burnham even think of this shit I don't know. I, you know was, I, mean? I was a huge Bo Burnham fan, like in his YouTube days, because I was like three when that was coming yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. And <laughs> that was like so crazy to me, the stuff that he was doing on YouTube yeah. as like a young kid. I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, Bo Burnham's like, he's like Mozart. He's like prodigy kid. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not even 30 yet, right? I mean, he's even 30, and he's got like 10 albums, mm-hmm. specials. Sick, like just crushes. Directed like, a movie. He's like John Mulaney. Him and John Mulaney are like they're do different things, but like they're both like we're just young crushing it. Yeah, yeah they yeah, could yeah, just yeah. do it that like that. Um, but Bo Burnham, he's another guy from Massachusetts. Everybody from Massachusetts, any comedian from, if you want to be so, a famous comedian, just yeah. say you're from Massachusetts <laughs> or just go live in Massachusetts. Yeah, because there's just like they're so fucking funny there. Yeah, they're good. And then Trevor Moore, near and dear to my heart, founding fathers. I love history. I know that song is made history for hyenas. You. You love Podcast, history. get it. Not not number 12 on Apple, I'll tell you that much. But Santa with Chris <laughs> Stefano is. Number 12. Um, it is, it's funny because I think songs work so well for comedy because there's the same kind of buildup yeah. and then the punchline always in the chorus. Like, it's very similar construction to a joke. And it's also like, think about it as an audience member. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't involved in comedy, I think I'd rather go watch a musical comedian than somebody doing stand-up. Because the, the thing is, with somebody doing stand-up, it can go good or bad. I mean, mm. I mean, you watch Bill Burr or Chappelle. I mean, these guys will blow the fucking roof off. But you can also watch a comedian that maybe you don't love mm-hmm. so much, and then you're like, damn, this hour is going long. Where with music, it's just like you're in a good mood. Even if you don't like those yeah. songs, like they're going to do the next song, and like yeah. the beat, like you're going to love it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think very it's accessible. It, and, you know, there is like a stigma in comedy like oh what are you a guitar act that's what people say uh-huh. people don't like musical comedians obviously people respect Bo Burnham and Trevor Moore but there's some um, talk in comedy like oh what do you play an instrument because they think it's like a, a a crutch but really to be good mm. at musical comedy you have to be so supremely talented yeah. there's a lot of comedians that aren't good at musical comedy and maybe they do use it as a crutch and those people you never hear of them you just see them around at the clubs just they look you know <laughs> drunk and homeless but but <laughs> but Bo Burnham and Trevor Moore like these guys are just good 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 musical why acts. do you think people see it as a crutch like what well it's really it's not all, again the thing is a lot what stand-ups see as a crutch and it's like some stand-ups would be like like I've heard stand-ups shit on certain comedians for doing impersonations it's like do you realize the talent inside the person doing the impersonation mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. mind-blowing mm-hmm. and like you're just because you can't do it is the reason why you're shitting on it that's a lot of, <laughs> right. there's a lot of like right. there's a lot of like that you know they have so such low self-esteem uh-huh. so many comedians have their self-esteem is so they just want to find a reason why so-and-so is doing well and they're not that's what it is it's sure, truly just what like it is like a competitiveness sure it kind of what exists it across industries maybe yeah competitiveness is everywhere <laughs> I go by what the audience, I mean, listen, if you're selling tickets, man, even if I don't think you're that funny or whatever, it's got, who cares what I think? You're selling out wall to wall. You're doing something right. That's mm-hmm. the way I look at it. As long as you're not stealing. The only thing you can't do in this business is steal. If you steal a joke, it's like being branded a pedophile. Like, you can be proven innocent, <laughs> but you're not washed. That's it. Like, don't come near me. Don't come near my fucking children again. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. If that's how, joke? that's how, that's, I take it like that. If you, if I hear you stealing a joke, you uh-huh. can't come around my children. You can't come around the kids. Because I don't know what you're going to steal from them. Because <laughs> I don't know. Else, what else you'll steal? Don't, that's property. Literally, there are no rules in stand up other than don't steal. Do you do impressions? Do you like, I mean, do you have like little quirky things like that? I can that only that you impersonate do? people that you don't know. Like in the sense that like Aww. not not I'm so, not talking about celebrities that like like I can impersonate people from my neighborhood and I could do impersonations okay. of family members okay. that are spot on that will kill at Thanksgiving. But <laughs> as far as Saturday Night Live goes, so like listen, unless your Aunt Eileen gets famous, we just have no room for you. Yeah, you know, that kind makes of thing. Sense. Yeah. So I've never. That's another thing too. You know, what's another thing that you do in, in as a New York comedian that kind of feel like okay, I've done everything New York has to do. I told you, you do stand up on the David Letterman show. Mm-hmm. Or the Tonight Show when mm-hmm. it was in, you know, now I guess with Fallon. You get a Comedy Central half hour, an hour. You mm-hmm. get it at the Comedy Cellar. And you know what's another thing you, like all New York comics do, and I unfortunately haven't had the uh, pleasure of doing it? You audition for Saturday Night Live. Like actually audition right. at 30 Rock in yeah. front of Lauren Michaels. Everybody's got like 
uh, how bad they bombed in front of Lauren Michaels audition right. SNL story. Obviously, some people actually get the show. Right. But I've never even, I've never even auditioned. We're gonna get you in there. We gotta just. I just want an audition. I don't want the show. Just I, I would expect. I'm not the kind of comedian. I can't do. I can't become other people. So, <laughs> I'm. I don't work on that show. I'm aware of that. But I like the audition. <laughs> tweet your senators. Yeah, tweet your senators. It's not right if I don't get an audition. I realized recently that everyone, like, I was thinking of, I didn't realize until very recently that any comic I know that's not on SNL has probably auditioned sure. for SNL. I didn't put that together in my head. Until, I'm the like, only one out of my friend group I'm and sorry. comedians that hasn't even auditioned. Like, everybody's like, you know, I'll send the group chat. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, auditioning for SNL. It's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not. That's a sick group chat. Um, Louis C.K. told the story once on the Mark Maron podcast how he like he watched everybody get huge, like everybody was writers for SNL, everybody was getting on SNL, and he had nothing. Mm -hmm. And then like just ten, fifteen years went by, and then just boom, blew up. So it ha that happens well, too. I don't know if he's the one we want to use. Sorry, oh. staple. Anymore. Well, the th what the, that's another good conversation about comedy. It's because it's like there's off the field stuff that's not good at all uh -huh. but that you can't discredit their work on stage you know what i mean you like you separate it you have to i think you have to you have to it's the same thing with michael jackson it's like you know what he did but it's like if you want to listen to his songs this took such a turn i know but it's just no but it did but it's true though it's like it doesn't matter I don't everybody know. says I, don't, I kind of get i can't help but feel a little bit unsettled listening to michael jackson now or a louis ck joke and together, it's a bad right. day if I'm listening to but that's the But the thing is, but the thing is, you know what, you know what I think a big part of it is, what? too? Because you're, how old are you again? 23? 24. 24. So young, people in their 20s, I would be the same. People in their 20s, they have to be moved. Like, you have to be like, this moves me, I'm protesting this. You have to do that. Uh -huh. But, like, I'm in my mid-30s now. I got a kid. It's like, look, I like what I like. I know people do bad shit. I don't support any of it. But it's like, wh what do you want me to do? You Maybe know what I mean? What do you want me to do? I what, I, I'm not going to listen to anything Michael Jackson does now. It's like, I know. It's, it sucks. It does suck. It all sucks. I get it. It sucks. But it's like, <laughs> what, what? there's so many things that a, whoever you're a fan of right now could have fucking deep, oh, dark absolutely. closet, you know, skeletons oh, in the closet. Yeah. They could. But Everyone we all knew, except but the for thing Lady is, Gaga. The thing is with, I know. The thing is with Michael Jackson, everybody knew. You, you just knew. I mean, everybody knew he was, he was that way. Everybody knew. The, yeah. What is the doc? Well, the I'm just a baby, so I don't know. What did you say? I'm just a baby. So you are I just a little baby. <laughs> so. No, but it's good. I think it's good. I think it's good to support to, to it's have. It's good that. to have the conversation. Yeah. No, I you have. No, I think you have to. People in their twenties have to. That's that's how this country works. We're that's how we future. move forward. You have to. You have to be alarmed by shit. But it's like, listen, I just got, you know, I got like arthritis. I got the GERD now. Like for me, it's like <laughs> I want to use paper straws wherever I go. I really fucking do. But it's like I love smoothies. They disintegrate so it's like sometimes so quickly. <laughs> sometimes I got to use a plastic straw and a sea turtle has to die. But I'm just, you know what I mean? But I'm just older. But if I was in my 20s, I'd be like, I'll do anything for paper. And that's fine. But it's like I got kids now. Like, you I don't know. The world's fucking burning my around blood us. Sugars. So we're, we're probably going to be stuck with this for a while, I feel like. People I know. My age sucks. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Me no, just, ask, me me who just... I, ask me who I'm voting for in 2020. <laughs> Do you think I look I like Beto O'Rourke? What'd you say? <laughs> do you think I look like Beto O'Rourke? <laughs> I no, kind of do, right? No, but... But if I, I was on SNL, that's who I would play. If, <laughs> right? if you... Yeah. If okay. you would... would I you can't play? think of a more perfect Beto O'Rourke than you. <laughs> I'm standing on a table is, right now. I record this podcast standing on a table. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see... By the way, let's just bring it back to comedy real quick. And if we want to talk <laughs> yeah. political, do you see the... The um, a comedian just became the president of the Ukraine. Yeah, I did. How sick is that, dude? That's gonna be you. How twenty twenty? Chris DeStefano. President. If they of, can do it, you but can. But not of America. I'll be president no. of some fucking random, like Liberia. Why would they let you be president? I don't of know. Country. I just feel like I could come in there and make some things happen. Okay, shake wait. Some shit I, up. Okay, but if you were on SNL and you were playing, you had to play one of the people that was running. Who would you play? One of the people that was running now. For oh God, I don't even know who's running. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, I'd, I'd want to. I'd play the um the the guy the mayor. Uh, mayor Pete. Which one? Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. You would play Pete I'd be Buttigieg. Boots. I'd be Buttigieg. Okay. <laughs> I'd be little boots. Um. Okay. Question about comedy, music comedy. Do yes. you think? Okay. So comics doing music stuff. Do you think an average musician could do funny music? Like you know the opposite way. Can an app? Okay. What was the question? Because we're Aver talking about comics. Getting into music, you know, they right. Bo Burnham kind of does like stand up and then he'll do music stuff as well. Do you think your average 
musician could get into music comedy? Or do you think it's a different I brain? think it's more likely for the average musician to just get into comedy than the average comedian to just get into music. I think music is so hard and you have to learn, you have to know, true. see, basically I think musicians' brains probably see things differently, like see it through notes and be able to read notes and all that. I think that's so hard and I think kind of really believe like you're either mm-hmm. born, I think you can not be born to be a comedian, but yet be a good comedian. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can just, I think you have to have natural God-given talent to be, a to be a musician. I really do. So I think if your Bo Burnham was just a naturally God-given, talented musician, and now he can do comedy. Mm-hmm. He's just extremely funny. So I don't know, though. I mean, well, it depends. Like, I guess like a, some comedian can just like rap or something. You know, I mean, that that's not that that's easy to do, but like you're not going to – either you can sing or you can't sing. That's true. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. You can that be, is true. You it's can very hard to sing. You can play music. You can play an instrument or you can't. Yeah, that's true. Kind of what it is. Comedy, I think, there definitely is a degree of either you're funny or you're not. I think the comedians at work go the furthest. We're born to do it. Uh-huh. But I still think you can become like a working comedian and people could be like, you were never funny in school. Like, how are you a comedian? Where like a musician, it's like everybody knew you were going to be, everybody knew you were going to be Justin Timberlake because you were just so unbelievably talented. When he you was were making mouse club, so exactly That's Justin Bieber from the beginning. Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, you'd be a good Bieber too. I get on that SNL. a lot. I get on that SNL, you'd be a nice Bieber. A lot. Rachel Maddow. That's my. That's yeah. another good one. My mom thinks I look like Rachel Maddow. I think you're prettier. Thank you, Chris. Sure. No problem. <laughs> no get, disrespect, Mrs. Boyce. I get Ellen sometimes too. People on the subway eh. tell me I look like Ellen. Ellen's is, too. I, you think about it, just homophobia. <laughs> yeah, that's just. Yeah, I was gonna say that's. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see Alan. But um, before we started this podcast, you were telling a, a Lisa Traeger story. Oh my God! Did you want to tell that? Oh my God! It's talking about music. So I've ta- I've mentioned Lisa Traeger once on this podcast before. Yeah. I told the Chris Rock story. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um, Lisa Traeger is the definition of a person who what, you know what she was born to do? She what? was born to not give a fuck. That's, That's what she was born yeah. to do. She was one hundred percent born and bred to not care about what you fucking think of her and I respect that and I appreciate that I, look up I was that, sitting yeah. at the table comedy seller <laughs> um, this was 2000 I want to say 16 uh-huh. and um, it was me Jeff Ross John Mayer William Stevenson R.I.P. and Lisa Traeger and Lisa Traeger wasn't sitting she was just coming in on a conversation she was going to, up to the bar to get a bottle of water or something and John Mayer was kind of holding court talking to us about stand-up comedy and we were just listening someone who would hold he didn't say anything that really bothered me to be honest with you he was just talking about like live performance and he he does stand up sometimes on at the comedy cellar or he used to he doesn't anymore probably because of this but he used to (laughs) and lisa kind of half hears what's happening Uh uh-huh and i knew the way she walked up to the table i was like she's gonna say something right now and she walks (laughs) up and john's talking and she goes john 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 honey 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 stop she goes, honey, 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 stop. She goes, you don't know anything about stand-up. She goes, you're a beautiful man. You make beautiful music. Stick to that. Oh. She goes, and then, but she goes, stop, stop, stop. And then he tried to say something. She went, stop, stop, stop. You no. don't know anything about stand-up. She was like, you're all, you go on stage because you're famous uh, and it's uh-huh. great and you're good with the audience. She goes, you know nothing about stand-up, so just stop. Oh, my God. And calling John Mayer honey and putting her fingers yeah. in her face, goes, stop, 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 stop. So you're a beautiful man. You make beautiful music. Stick to that. Was Jeff Ross got up and laughed. His, I thought he was going to have a stroke. Like his head <laughs> was bright red from laughter. Like Jeff the Ross? veins bulging out of the side of his head. Because that's like, like he's, a, Je- he's like a mootering his head. Yes, Jeff Ross and John May are very good friends. And Lisa's just like, listen, I don't. Yeah, you're not going to talk about stand up here. That's you don't so know what scary. you're talking about. That's so scary. So that's that's it. John Mayer's a good example of a musician who's very funny and can. He, he can do both. Like, he could do comedy or not do comedy. You know who's a really good example Who? of just somebody who's musically talented but is so funny that it's hard to take sometimes and a lot of people don't know? Lady is Gaga. Justin Timberlake. He's funny? Justin Timberlake on Saturday Night Live is as talented as the cast members. If Justin Timberlake <laughs> didn't do music, I bet you he could be on SNL just being him. Have you ever seen you him? You think Justin Timberlake could be Have on SNL? Have you ever SNL? seen when he hosts SNL with Jimmy Fallon, how fucking funny that guy is? Yeah, because they're JT? identical. People just get them confused. Babe, You're I'm thinking of you, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> no, Jimmy Fallon's great. And Jimmy Fallon's excellent. Talk, what, music. He does music, too. Watch Justin Timberlake host any SNL. What, you ever seen him as um when he's the Bee Gees? No. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll check you it gotta, out. I'm Nicole, five years old, what? Chris. I, I don't know listen, what the BGs are. I I made I made this I'm announcement early in the podcast, and I'm sticking to it. Next episode, we are on. How far does the Comedy Central Library go back, Chloe? And how far does Comedy Central Library go back? Infinity. But year, like, do we have clips from like the '80s? Uh, probably not. 1990. The earliest clips that we have from comedians 1990, 1991, Paula Poundstone. Do you know any Paula Poundstone jokes? I do. Okay, okay. fine. You do. So At there least you, you know go. her. Okay. We're going to talk about old Sam Kinison. You've ever heard a bit by Sam Kinison? You don't even know who Sam Kinison is. I do. Turn because... off the mics. <laughs> we're going. We're going. It's, it's, it's throwback Thursday next week. And we're only going to do, we're going to educate you on who we feel like you need to know. Old school. Old, she doesn't even watch Pretty Woman. She has never seen it. <laughs> Julia Roberts. This is L.A. What's your dream? Yeah, what's your dream? I don't know. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll we'll play all the old stuff. All right. Let's get into the final clip of the night. The final clip of the night. Garfunkel and Oates. Funny girls, Garfunkel and Oates. I think I met one of them, and she was great. We'll tell the story. You will tell the story after? Is there a story? Well, I mean, it's not, you know. That's it. That's I just met her. We were actually at a um, commercial audition. Oh. So it was before they blew up. Great. Yeah. Okay, we'll play the I'm hip. still auditioning for commercials. <laughs> Garfunkel and Oates. So, is anybody here pregnant? Nobody? No? No. Really? No. All right. Yeah? Okay. Well, Ricky was hanging out with three friends, and they were all pregnant. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, one of them turned to me, and she goes, what do you even do all day? I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, I just can't really remember what I did before I was pregnant, because it all seems so meaningless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this song is for her. (laughs) Pregnant women are smug. Everyone knows it, nobody says it because they're pregnant. Effing son of a gun. You think you're so deep now, you give me the creeps now that you're pregnant. I can't count all the ways how you speak in cliches now. So, do you want a boy or a girl? Oh, it doesn't matter as long as it's healthy. Really? Because I don't feel like those two things are related at all. It's not like you ever have to choose between no, the two. No, no, as long as it's healthy. Hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to hear someone say don't care if it's brain dead, don't care if it's limbless, if it has a penis. <laughs> pregnant women are smug, and everyone knows it, nobody says it because they're pregnant. This end world you're enjoying makes you really annoying. So, is it a boy or a girl? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. What are you going to name it? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. Who's the father? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. <laughs> Bitch, I don't really care. I was being polite now since you know life now that you're pregnant. You say you're walking on air. You think that you're glowing, but you had been hoeing and now you're pregnant. (laughs) You're just giving birth now. You're not Mother Earth now. Yeah, I have a lot going on. I got my degree, I moved, I wrote a novel. Gosh, you know everything seems so trivial now that I'm pregnant. I also built that nuclear fusion reactor. You know, I can't even really remember what I did before I was pregnant. Everything just seems so meaningless. I'll tell you about Rudy Giuliani. That, I know that was you. Garfunkel and Oates. No, y- this is Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, here we go. I'll, I'll start out. Okay. <laughs> that was Garfunkel and Oates, the best. Let me talk to you about Rudy Giuliani. Oh um, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. No, everybody hates him now, but in New York, when you were 
three months old when he was the mayor. <laughs> people love Rudy Giuliani. He took down the mob, but now he's a yeah, fucking he nut job. Fall. Greatness. <laughs> Google that clip. Send Google your, Rudy Giuliani. Greatness. You just said you couldn't do impressions. That's an impeccable impression. Well, yeah, but he went. We went to the um, same high school. You and Rudy Giuliani? No, 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 no. Uh, he went to the high school <laughs> that my college played their college games in. That's what it is, Bishop Lachlan High School. Okay. Bishop That's Lachlan. a cool fact. I went to the same high school as Ray Romano, though. Oh. That's a cute fact. And Brian Scalero. Not, every, not Eddie Murphy. You went no. to the same college as- uh, Nassau Community College Nassau. as Fuck. Howard Stern, Eddie Murphy. There we go. And I went to high school with Megan Markle. Megan Markle. And we lunch together Did she have day. the baby yet? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. Megan Markle and Tyra Banks went to my high school. Um, love them. Lo- so, love Garfunkel. them. <laughs> what do you have to say? Garfunkel and Oates. Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah, I met. Um, I met. Um, uh, I met Ricky Lindholm, and um, Ricky Lindholm and uh, Lindholm. We were at a commercial audition, and um, she was really nice. She was really nice. She was really nice, and she was, and at that point, at that time, she was like. We were like talking. She was like, "Oh, she's like, I, I do like this little Garfunkel and Oates thing." She said, "Lil," but now it's not Lil. It's not Lil. Now it's, it's big now time. It's huge, huge. <laughs> Julie Roberts' voice. I don't know. Huge. <laughs> you have to watch the movie. <laughs> What's the other we guy? Do... Hector Lozado. Remember him? Hector Lozando. Lozando. Fucking R.I.P. Come I'll on. Watch. I'll watch it tonight. I'll what watch about tonight. what about this with her friend Kit? When she goes, she's asking her friend. She goes, "Who am I? Cinda fucking Rella? You don't know Cinda fucking Rella? Reach Bev." Well, <laughs> reach let's well. do a live. Re- let's do the whole movie right now. Richard Gere, the fucking Buddhist. Richard Gere. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something loud and clear. Yeah. If you, if your mom, if your mom was born 1960, if your mom, if you are a child, if you're a person in your 30s right now, just know your mom has thought about Richard Gere while having sex with your father. It's what it is. <laughs> Every mom, lo- Richard Gere is like, I can't think of a guy that my mom would go more out. fucking insane for than Richard Gere. Really? Absolutely. Look at him. He's oh, had salt and pepper gray hair since he was 20 years old. He literally looks exactly the same oh, yeah. as he He's did in Pretty Woman. Hottie. He's like, cla- it's Richard Gere or George Clooney. These are the guys. And Denzel Washington. These are the three guys. Those are the three hottest guys? Those, of I think those are the guys that people's moms want to bang out. Who do people's moms want to bang now? I would say right now, I mean, I mean, Chris the- Pratt, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's too young. I don't know. <laughs> Who's a good mom fuck right now? <laughs> Welcome to our new segment. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have sex with Rudy Giuliani. Could you imagine? If I walked in and you were having sex with Rudy Giuliani, I'd lose my fucking mind. <laughs> what room is I'd, this? I'd vote for Trump. That's what would happen. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole surprises. What is this like the sixth episode we've already, yeah, we've lost we've already our went off minds. the rails. We've lost. That's what's going to happen. Well, there's no windows in this studio. We're going fucking stir crazy. It's like I'm in a Quaker prison. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Such a random reference. Eastern State Penitentiary, Philadelphia. We're going to do a day trip. I'm going to take you to Quaker prison. I'm giving it a list. We got a lot of shit to do. We have so much to do. We have to watch Pretty Woman. This little Gemma came up with. I said. My second hour special is going to do great. We're going to get my cartoon on the air here at Comedy Central. We're going to get another show on the air at Comedy Central. And the stock of <laughs> Nicole and I's podcast is just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And we're going to start to become Julia Roberts' voice huge. Yes. 2020, 2021, circa, Chris DiStefano presents Nicole Boyce's Half Hour. And what do you, what think? do you think? What do you think? For the listeners at home, this is literally a choice and actually <laughs> Yeah, this is literally, I'm saying it, putting out also, it to the universe, but really what I'm doing is I'm saying it to the person episode. who can make it happen. <laughs> so the when I say universe, I mean it's Mrs. Ann. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So these Queen are the choices, Anne. but Chris Stefano presents Nicole Boyce Comedy Central Half Hour After Dark, whatever bullshit, bells after and whistles. After Dark. You know, <laughs> you're going to call it blowing Giuliani. <laughs> I don't know. We'll think it's of something crazy. <laughs> we'll think of something crazy. Oh, Nicole, this yeah, is too much fun. I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> this is too much I know. Uh, we started this me going crazy about Lady Gaga. Yeah. Ended then up with Giuliani. It got crazy in the middle when we started talking about <laughs> politics. But now it's back on. I like that. Uh, it was just kind of on again, off again, on again, off again. Yeah. It's nice. It's just... It's just complete car crash. But listen, <laughs> it's a fun car crash. And the theme of the theme of this podcast was comedy and music. And we, we hit it all. We hit it all. Another great episode. Seriously, how how many minutes is it? It's been like three hours. It's gotta be a fucking hour at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going crazy. I have a sunburn. <laughs> <laughs>
I was just Somehow literally outside. I got full body I pushed my daughter on the, on the swings for an hour yesterday. Sunburn on the back of my neck and my forearms. That's why I'm wearing a long oh, sleeve shirt. Working those forearms too. That's Damn. a lot of. I can't. I gotta. I we gotta lift together. You want to lift together? Yeah. <laughs> lift, dude. Let's live. live. Let's live and lift together in this room with no windows. I have Could to you? live in this room. I do. Nicole, live here. serious question right now. They don't let me Could out. you? If I if I said for two weeks you have you. You, I'll put like a, a porta potty in there, or like a little shower. No, I'll, I'll give you a bucket of, of fresh water every day, and you can bathe <laughs> with the water. You have to stay in this room. You can't leave, but you'll bring. We'll bring you food and bevies for two weeks. But I'll give you ten thousand dollars at the end. Could you do it? I would do it for fifty bucks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I need money. I need cash flow. There you have it. That seems fine. I would record like the insanest podcast ever. It'd no, be like eight hours long. There's videos online of people thinking that they can do it, and then they can't last like five days. Really? That's why. Wait, like, how long did you say? I was two weeks. listening. Two weeks. Okay. You can't I'm leave the room. About it, that does seem very hard and taxing. That's why, like solitary confinement, like <laughs> how nuts it is. Quaker. We got to go to Houston State Penitentiary. I know. There's we'll no better the place. Prisons. You got. You got to see it to believe. We gotta it. go. We gotta go. We gotta end this before we it gets gotta end any it. better. Are you gonna eat the mashed potatoes? Because no, you know I, I don't want well. eggs and mashed potatoes. I can't believe that you're that. You're like that. How do How do the mashed potatoes feel? <laughs> that you're like anti mashed potatoes. I didn't know you were like that. And it's just like really seeing your true colors now. <laughs> I'm anti-mashed potatoes, yeah. Sorry, right. I'm not PC. I don't like mashed potatoes. Speaking of PC, yeah. why don't we end the show with Just Stay for the Night, Key and Peele. Another song about consent. Dude, we started. Laugh out loud. With this. Key and Peele, number one. Let's Love play it. it. No, you play it. I have to go home. Okay. I'll My stomach it. hurts from the mashed potatoes, TBH. <gasps> <laughs> 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 told you. Told um, you. Stand up with Chris Stefano every Thursday. <laughs> we'll see you after this one. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. It was a nice short run. <laughs> Would you look at the time? You should just stay here tonight. I've had too much wine. You could leave at first light. It is. Maybe just stay where you are Back to my place You can't escape from my embrace I really had a very nice Let time Let me just refill that wine But I really now. need to just say goodbye I would love to see you try Please unlock this door It's locked from the outside Baby, you might Look, I really have to go No, you really have to stay Hey, no me that is what they all say You're hurting my arm I won't cause you any harm Let go of me We can make this harder just easy A woman always comes prepared Ooh, I'm really scared I said this is not what I want Why you have to be such a I know self-defense I dare you to try it I don't want to fight Bitch, you are mine tonight I just changed my mind. I think I'll just stay and unwind. How did this all switch? Now you are my bitch. Please let me kind tonight. Now you're mine tonight. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.